This is Fred Ricciani of TSC News here to recap WWE Monday Night Raw, January 29, 2018. This is the Rapid Recap, Rapid Fire Results. If you want the full report, you can visit thesportscourier.com. We'll be posting highlights throughout the night as well. But here's what went down the night after the Royal Rumble. First of all, ESPN confirms that Ronda Rousey has signed a full-time deal with WWE. I don't think it's a real full-time deal, as in I don't think she's going to be doing house shows. I think it'd be a mistake for her to do house shows based on her mystique and star power and everything, but we'll see. At the moment, it's a full-time deal. No, she did not appear tonight. We'll see when's the next time she appears. But here's what went down on the show. We had, uh, we had Sasha Banks challenge Asuka at the beginning. Asuka did not pick a champion to face at WrestleMania yet. Stephanie McMahon said, before you make your decision... You may want to think about Alexa Bliss because she may not be champion come WrestleMania because we're doing the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber main event match. Now, I did vlog about this before. T-Mobile did send out uh, a tweet that said which 12 superstars are going to survive the Elimination Chamber. And, of course, there's only usually six superstars, so that kind of telegraphed the announcement. So if you want to check out my thoughts on that, check out that video blog on this channel. But... With Sasha Banks versus Asuka, probably Asuka's best match on the main roster up to this point. Really good stuff here. The only thing I didn't like, besides some of the stiffness of Asuka's shots, is Sasha went for a dive on Asuka. Her feet got caught, I think, either on the middle rope or the bottom rope. I think it was the middle rope. And she landed head first, harpooned herself, anchored herself head first in to the mat on the floor, and there's not a whole lot of give on that floor. Thankfully, she seems okay, but good God almighty for a girl that's had a history of neck issues, back issues, lots of injuries. Only twenty. She just turned 26 years old. We, we're not that far removed from Paige reportedly being forced to retire due to a neck injury. Man, these guys and girls got to be safer. You don't need to dive in every match. I'm not trying to be that old guy. Oh, I don't like dives. No, I, I love athleticism. I love the current WWE style as far as you know, the match quality. I feel like there's a lot of great workers on the women's division and the men's divisions. But take it easy. Not everybody has got to dive. Not everybody has got to take a risk in every single match. You take enough of a risk just walking into that ring doing basic stuff. That's all I'm saying. But great intensity by Sasha Banks. She really tried hard here, had the bank statement, but it was Asuka that submitted her with the Asuka lock. Hell of a match. Back-to-back MVP-like performances by Banks in the Royal Rumble match and in this match here. I really would like to see her get a prolonged title run, but we shall see. I'm, I'm tired of her being the transitional champion. We had the Raw Tag Team Champion Cesaro and Sheamus to beat Titus Worldwide to retain the tag titles. This was one of two title matches we got. Really good match. The best match probably of Titus Worldwide's career as far as like as a tag team. But Apollo Crews has had better singles matches. But he looked great here. Great showcase for him. There was a spot where he was springboarded into from Cesaro into Sheamus and powerbomb. But he, he hit his head on the bottom rope, which looked like it sucked. But he ran wild. Moonsaults, all kinds of athletic maneuvers. But it was the bar that got the win. And they are still the tag team champions. Miz versus Roman Reigns for the IC title. This was another awesome TV match between the two. Miz Tarash interfered. Roman Reigns took them out, but for whatever reason, 
Bo Dallas being in the ring was not a DQ. I don't understand that. So after he took out Bo Dallas with the spear, Miz rolled him up, holding the tights, schoolboy pin. Miz still your intercontinental champion. We also had the Revival defeating Keith Slater and Rhino. We had Elias defeat Woken Matt Hardy in an okay match to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. And he won with a little help from Bray Wyatt, distracting Matt Hardy. After the match, Bray Wyatt came on the Titan Tron and just laughed. Ugh. In the opening match, believe it or not, Braun Strowman defeated Kane in a very short last man standing match to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. He tipped over the announcer's table and the platform that, that held the announcer's table and like where like you know Corey Graves and Michael Cole and Jonathan Coachman, who returned tonight, uh, were sitting and, and just tipped it over. It was, it was an awesome visual. Michael Cole later confirmed that Kane was taken to a local medical facility because they can't use the goddamn word hospital in WWE like English people or American people that speak English or anybody. I mean, seriously. In most languages, they're going to say hospital even if they don't know English. Nobody is going to say local medical facility. Just say hospital. Whatever. Vince McMahon has to have perfect English, you know, because the guy that once showed his bare ass on TV several weeks in a row, you know, that, that guy, uh, you know... He, he knows how to speak proper English. Anyway, anyway. So, Braun Strowman tipped it over, killed Kane, and then afterwards we, we found out later that Kane was convulsing in the emergency room, uh, got out of the hospital, and crawled out, and left, left, and nobody knows where he is. Okay, cool. By the way, I thought Jonathan Coachman did a really good job. Wasn't the biggest fan of him as a straight-laced commentator in WWE. I thought he was a great character, a great heel, great interviewer. But as a straight-laced commentator, he did a damn good job. You could tell that ESPN experience really helped him out. He brought an edge of professionalism to the show that it desperately needs. We also got a new theme songs for Raw and new graphics, which look really freaking cool. So props to the WWE production team that's working overtime. Stretched thin with the XFL and everything going on in WWE. And yes, Vince McMahon is reportedly using the same resources of WWE as in the production staff uh, for the XFL as he is with WWE, which is not cool and might be kind of illegal since he said that Alpha Entertainment and WWE are separate entities. But whatever, man. I guess you can get away with that stuff when you're a billionaire and, you know, do your thing. And we had our main event, Finn Bauer and John Cena. This was kind of weird. I thought it was a good match, not a great match. Crowd was behind Balor. Balor had some offense, but it was a little weird. I mean, Balor did get to kick out of an AA, but all throughout the match, and Jonathan Coachman pointed this out, John Cena was staring down the crowd, doing the two-sweet sign to mock Finn Balor, getting pissed off at the crowd, and, he, and his character notoriously never gets pissed off at the crowd. And I'm wondering, I'm just wondering if in 2018... Are we finally going to get a John Cena heel turn? Because this is the most heelish this dude's been in years. Years. Honestly, this kind of reminded me of The Rock back in like 2002, where he showed hints of getting pissed off that he was, he was booed. And then in 2003, he came back as a great heel. And of course, he had that great heel run in 03 and came back as a baby face in 04 and everything was fine and all was forgotten as a heel. So Cena could realistically do that. Why not? He's almost a part-timer anyway. Why not? Uh, anyway, this was weird because, yeah, Cena was stalling a lot. Uh, the match was good, but I, I just wish this had more build, and I, I feel like this could have been like a WrestleMania match. 
assuming, but I guess they're they're still doing Undertaker and Cena. I'm assuming that. And then John Cena went for the Super AA off the top rope, hit it on Finn, got the decisive win. I don't know, man. I, I really think this was an opportunity to to make Finn Balor here, but. Yeah, or, or you know what? Better yet, how about you have Finn qualify and John Cena qualify, and then you could have booked this match the week after when both men are already qualified for the Elimination Chamber, and then you get that dream match as opposed to eliminating Finn. What's next for Finn? I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. He had the most ill-timed injury in history after he won the Universal title. He's definitely been more over than his push the last year. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I hope there are still big things for him, but... And look, there's no shame to losing to John Cena. The announcers have been doing a good job as of late putting over guys that are that have lost competitive matches, especially in the Royal Rumble. I gotta give props to them for that. It's nice that they're actually pushing the the losers as opposed to just the winners as well, hyping the fact that Finn did have a great effort, but I don't know. Kinda kinda left a bad taste in my mouth. I wasn't really feeling it. You didn't there was nobody that put a gun in Debbie's head that said you have to book these two in a match where one gets eliminated from the title picture. Just saying. Also, the Dudley boys are officially in the WWE Hall of Fame. We're going to be at WrestleMania 34. Shout out to Brad Shepard with that original scoop. And, yeah, that's about it. So, overall, I'd say one of the stronger episodes of Monday Night Raw in a while. Low-key Monday Night Raw has been a strong show in the ring. It does drag because it's three hours, but this was damn good. And, yeah, I guess maybe because the crowd was a little tired and didn't want to see Cena win, and because we had such strong in-ring work before the main event, you know, they were a little, not dead, but tepid compared to what you would expect. But overall, I'd definitely give this Raw a thumbs up. WWE, definitely trying to click on all cylinders now, especially with the signing of Rousey, with the TV rights negotiations coming up. You better believe they want that money. But folks, I want to hear from you. What do you think about Monday Night Raw? Do you think Finn Balor should go to SmackDown after WrestleMania, as Mr. Racer1029 says in the comments? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Tweet us, Facebook us. Do what you got to do. Real quick, before you go, please feel free to browse around the sportscourier.com and this channel because we just uploaded interviews with Bob Backlund and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Take care. Please like and share. Don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications. And as always, enjoy the matches.